This episode is brought to you by Get Mobile ID by Get Group North America, the smart choice for ID implementations. Put citizens in control with Get Mobile ID, fully ISO compliant 18013-5, and surpasses AMVA guidelines. Learn more at getgroupna.com. Welcome to AmvaCast, bringing news, information, and expertise to the AMVA community. Here's your host, Ian Grossman. Enjoy the show. Welcome back, everyone. This week, I am joined by two very special guests, Terry Combs from Illinois and Jane Schrank from South Dakota. And we're chatting with them because both of them are hitting a milestone of upcoming on retirement. So welcome to the AmvaCast, and congratulations. Thank, Thank you, you, Ian. It's great to be here. So we're, we're here together, um, our listeners should know, because neither one of them would agree to do my podcast. <laughs> we're very shy. And so I had to say, well, what if, we, what if we buddied up? And so here they are. Here we are at the Region 3 Conference at your final AMVA event, right, for both of you? Yeah. At, le- at least yes. in a, in a official capacity. Official capacity. To, yes. I'm sure, you know, as past presidents of Region 3, maybe you'll both come back when uh, geography works out for you to come to the past Madison next year is close to Springfield, Illinois, so maybe a little closer than South Dakota. (laughs) So both of you, it's January, right? You both have January dates, January 2023? Yes. yes. Is it a specific date, or is it like, ah, oh, whenever in January feels right? Terry, what, what's yours? Well, with the election being next Tuesday, yes. um, I will know who the next Secretary of State will be. Um, I have committed to staying through January 9th when the, my boss steps aside for the new Secretary. But I can stay till the end of January to help them transition. You've offered that. To, I have offered to, to, to do that, and then I step, say, will step back. But that's your hard stop. That end is my hard stop. <laughs> What about you, Jane? Well, they say when you know, you know. Yeah. And so I decided I would give six months notice. That worked out for both me and my employer. And little did I think about the 13th of January is a Friday. So I'm retiring on Friday Friday the the 13th. 13th. Uh, So that's interesting that when you know, you know. So what was it? What was it for you, Jane? I think you know Ter- Terry. I think was a little more straightforward because you've been hinting at this for a while. Mm-hmm. You have an association with a you know mo- monumental figure in Illinois and Secretary Je- Jesse White, and you kind of said, okay, he's retiring. It makes sense, maybe that you yes. tied it to him. I had I had committed to staying as long as he did. Who knew it would be right. twenty four years? You thought maybe you'd be th- out soon. Yes, I did. I thought it was a four year job, but. 20 or, years ago? 20 years ago. <laughs> so, so yeah, the, that was my commitment. So that was my, I was tied to him on like, as Jane says, when you know, you know. I knew it was time anyway. If he'd run again this time, I couldn't have done another one. Yeah. yeah. What was it for you, Jane? What was the you know, you know moment? Um, I don't know if there's a specific moment, but you just know when you feel like everything is... I don't know what the right word is, but you're you're getting to where more things are leaving your brain than are coming into your brain. <laughs> it's, you know, it's all the projects and everything. Yeah. Just want to take a step back and, and relax for a right. while. And I so Cut understand that. Right, right before COVID hit, we had gone to a special presentation on the East Coast, uh, myself and about 10 other mm-hmm. state representatives. And... It was all high tech and so energetic and all this is where everything's going and it's so different 
these things are developing. And I realize as I'm in the car on the way back to the airport, and I said, you know, this is so exciting, and I love it, but it's a younger person's game now. Exactly. My brain does not wrap around some of this technology. And and as much as I'd love it, it's really, there's things that are so changing that I think somebody else needs to lead us into those next steps. I think a young person has more enthusiasm, and not that I don't love what I do, but um, I think somebody with more energy and enthusiasm is be more willing to take on these big projects sure. that need to be done. Yeah, and it's also, you know, you, you want to find that sweet spot of where you're, you're able to retire comfortably and still have enough energy and health to enjoy that time being retired. Absolutely. You know, which I think you both have found that set found that sweet spot. But let's talk about everything prior to this sweet spot. You both are leaving, you know, 25-year-ish careers in the motor vehicle administration. Um, Jane, your story um, is interesting in that you you started at the front desk. You started as a service counter representative. Yeah, I sure did. How did that How did that happen? Take Take me back. You're not originally from South Dakota. No, I'm not originally from South Dakota. Um, my husband had gone to school for uh, cabinetry and was uh, wanted to open up a cabinetry shop. In Pierce, South Dakota, there was an, a cabinetry shop. So we moved to the center of South Dakota and I started applying for state government jobs. And that was the, the job that I got was a front desk and driver licensing, opening the mail and Scanning documents. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. And you came to South Dakota from somewhere else at that point? You guys weren't even No, I, I came from California originally, yeah. um, but I had been in South Dakota for a few years at that point. Gotcha. So he's working in the cabinetry shop. You're working the front desk at the driver's license division. In South Dakota, it's two separate agencies, driver's license and yep. vehicle. Yes. And yes. you start working your way up through the the chain if you will the ladder of management yes i worked as a secretary a telephone service rep a senior secretary a supervisor i i did it all at one time or another and was there a moment as you're doing that that you realize okay what started is maybe just a state job that i'm going to do because my husband wants to be here turns into oh this is this is a career in driver licensing. Does it happen consciously where there's a switch into a certain position that says, okay, this is now a career track, or is it just you wake up 25 years later and go, oh, I didn't expect that to happen. I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. Oh, I, I agree with that. No, I, I mean, it, it was a... Probably when I got to be a, a supervisor, it really dawned on me, and, yeah. I, and I have always loved driver licensing because no day is the same as the next. It's just, there's always something different going on. Yeah. Never a dull moment. Now, Terry, you're an Illinois native? I am from Illinois, yes. Okay. And so even before you joined, though, the Secretary of State's office that handles all the DMV mm -hmm. functions in Illinois, if I understand correctly, you were already pretty engaged in a state government career. I, I had spent 13 years on the uh, research appropriations staff for the House Democrats. So I was in the state capitol working for the legislature okay. when the secretary was elected. So I had been part of the lawmaking part of it, but never part of the bureaucracy. So yeah. it, was a, it, was a, it was a large jump. 
but uh, when I made that jump, it was originally to be director of uh, programs and policies, was to help develop programs and policies. In the Secretary of State's office? In the Secretary of State's office, yes. And was it always specific for the DMV function in the Secretary of State's uh, office? We have, we have 21 portfolio. different departments, right, so it was yeah. really a, an, an agency-wide, primarily drivers and vehicles, are, which are in, in our office are two different, different entities, but that's what really drives the office. That's the major clientele yeah. business. So, um, so that was really what you started to focus on. Really, I, I started out with um, some organ donor issues and, okay. and really promoting that and, and, and raising that up. Illinois was a leader in that in the beginning on, on being that a part of your driver's license yeah. and going that way. So um, that's where I first started making other uh, appearances in out of other states to try and teach them what we had done in mm. Illinois. So. And then as you start tackling the issues of driver licensing and processing and the vehicle issues and the processing there, you know, how did that surprise you? They go, oh, this is interesting work, or was it just kind it, of, okay. it, it was so challenging because you yeah. realize you touch everyone in the state yeah. at, at, at different points in their lives, but, you know, every four years for a license or every year for a, a vehicle sticker and the number of people you deal with. So you got to realize that, what the legislature was telling us to implement, we had to implement, but you learned from it, yeah. and and you helped them to try and direct you in the right direction, in the right course, of making things better for the people of Illinois. So, and then they made me deputy chief of staff to oversee all of all of the uh, downstate functions, which included those back office operations. Gotcha, gotcha. And when was and, and that's the current position that you're retiring in, or it is, yeah, it is. And how so? How many years in that position have you? Um, I've been in that position about 19 years, I okay. think. So the, so the vast majority of, of your time with the secretary has been overseeing, been this, yes, this all role. of this. Because you thought it was going to be a couple of years, and he <laughs> did. Kept <getting> <laughs> I did, and I, but I'm like Jane. I think it's still exciting to me that I learn something new every day. Yeah. I, everything yeah. our office does, there's uh, there's always a little piece or a little little nuance that becomes uh, maybe becomes a new law, or maybe it's, we change the way we operate. So. And did you always intend to be in a public service government type career going back to is that why you originally joined the work with the the state house or was that not the original plan? Uh, that was not the original plan. I grew up around Springfield so the last thing I ever wanted to do was work for state government <laughs> <laughs> and um, found myself uh, in, in different straits as a single mom so an internship with the legislature and that uh, developed and becoming director of the staff. Um, under the speaker's office and which then led to the job with the Secretary of State's office so I like I say I had knew I knew how to make laws but implementing them was a different story and that's what's been the challenge these last few years so. yeah and so sort of that original door that opened was being in Springfield, in Springfield. Was, that's, that's it's the industry right it it's is the industry it that's is there. so if you want to work why not work for the yes. number one industry in town and and why not work where you could have an impact because in the legislature you could while you were behind the scenes as a staffer you could also influence legislation and and, and even drop ideas in so yeah. You could be creative there, and then once I got to focus on drivers and vehicles, you really could be creative once I made the move. Right. And so when does the word AMVA first pass your desk in this in this journey? Jane, certainly going to you talk about how starting at the front desk, and I'd imagine mm -hmm. at the time a lot of stuff that AMVA does was behind the curtain, so it may not even been visible, but there's some time in that progressive growth of going into management and supervisor that you 
learn about AMVA. Do you recall when that first was? I believe that was probably uh, the position I had before I went into a supervisor position. Mm -hmm. I started learning a little bit about AMVA and the systems that AMVA um, has, how they were, interact with our systems. And then as I became a supervisor, you know, just gradually uh, started going to conferences yeah. and it's been invaluable. The, just all the people I meet, um, all the, the conversations I have, all the issues that we work through, um, and the AMVA staff. There's, there's nothing better, and there's no other way available to connect and get to know all And it's a wonderful way to, to, to network with your peers in other states that all of a sudden that that's to me is like yeah. I can pick up the phone and call somebody mm -hmm. in South Dakota right. or in California or in New York that may face some of the same issues. Yeah. Do you remember the first time you heard of AMVA, I do, I remember the first time I heard of AMVA. It was at AIC in New Hampshire that we sent a lot of staff to. Okay. And I heard a lot of stories. <laughs> and um, they're very entertaining stories. And we sort of backed up for a little bit after that. Oh, yes. And uh, decided that maybe we should focus our, our efforts elsewhere. Um, Unfortunately, we, we, we missed out on a lot. We started, um, Nimvitas came into play, and we had some people who tried to lead a revolt yes. <laughs> and, and not want to play, and then realized that because that was because we had not been active in ANVA, we missed out on how we got to where it was. Right. And I will say my involvement leading to our state involvement was Sheila Pryor, was yeah. our regional coordinator, and had asked me to come and present at a conference in, um, I don't know if it was Arizona or uh, Delaware, about our, uh, we were licensing undocumented oh, individuals. Yes, I remember it well. And so came in and make it, made a presentation, um, which just led to now our current involvement, my current involvement, um, being president of Region 3, serving on the, on the board, serving on the Finance and Audit Committee, because the more we came, the more we learned. Yeah. And we found out that we were missing some big chunks of policy yeah. and uh, history of issues. Yeah. So that was, AMVA was, just turned it around for the office, I yeah. think. And you know, let's be honest about it, Illinois is a pretty big state to not be engaged with, you know, everybody else around yeah. them. What, I, I think probably the tip of the iceberg while we stepped back for a while was, uh, we hosted the Region 3 conference yeah. right after we first got there. And um, it was the planning of the bus trip to New Salem or the Governor's Mansion events and things like that. It became, do we really need a golf outing? Right. Which they don't, they don't do those anymore. I mean, it's really, it's more substance, I think. And I think that was, we were concerned as we used a lot of staff time. Sure. But now we have nine staff here. We sent 10 staff to the AIC this year because we know they can learn so much from it. It's not just, it's just not a, a, a junket. Yeah. Well, and to, you know, it times isn't. have changed. And they times are have very changed, changed and the organization has yes. evolved. And, and, and so AMVA is so around. valuable on, on, mm -hmm. on the federal level, on the state level, keeping us all connected. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't think we could do it without AMVA. Yeah, and certainly, you know, you mentioned some of your involvement Region three president two times, two times, which is a pretty unique asterisk in the you know in the book. Not many people uh, have done that. Well, I think it was a little bit of people dropping in and out, yes. and, and I loved it so much that I'm saying yes right. to everything. It's not so. that you were you know taking a book out of Secretary White's. No, I wasn't. And let me run forever. Although I do love him. I think Amber. you you uh, came to the rescue when we had some unexpected departures. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
And, uh, and you've both served on the international board as well. Together. And, yeah. We were on there at the same time. So um, Jane, well, you were advisor to the driver committee at one at one point. Yes, as, I was. Well. I very enjoyed that. And so how is it, you know, Terry talked a bit about how the engagement has changed the way Illinois operates. You know, have you seen a similar thing of AMVA engagement and how it impacts the policies and procedures in South Dakota? I have. I mean, I think because of all the best practices that, that AMVA publishes mm -hmm. and uh, the standing committees that come up with a lot of the best practices, um, those are, are uh, I don't know what we would do without them. I mean, when you're you're looking at a new project or a new, uh, say, mobile DL, we haven't gone there yet, but you know we will. And knowing that we have the expertise and and the documentation to, to uh, rely on to move forward with any kind of project mm -hmm. like that is wonderful. So retirement. People say sometimes they have a long list of what they want to do. Sometimes they say, I'm just going to take a month and do nothing and decide what the future holds. I'm sure it's something you've been thinking about. I mean, you're both retiring in January in Illinois and South Dakota where there's, you know, unless you're planning to get on a plane, I'm not sure what that, what that means. Well, it's basketball season for my grandson who's a senior in high school, so that, that, that's what I'll be doing in the you month are of January. Very, uh, let's talk about that, Terry. You are a very involved and engaged grandparent. I, I have a 17-year-old uh, grandson and an 8-year-old granddaughter, yeah. so yes, I am very active with those. And he is, uh, if you don't mind talking about him a little bit, I think people like to hear those stories. He's, he's kind of a high school basketball he's superstar. Si he's 6'6", six, six. he's got a wingspan, I learned, of 6'8". And uh, he's been doing some uh, looks at colleges. They've been approaching him. It's uh, they're being approaching him. That's that's the, a key they, thing. It's not a to key be thing. He's seventeen. They're coming after him. They don't go to the parents. They go to the, the him. And so, uh, you, we finally had to tell him he had to put voicemail on his phone. <laughs> so when these he's coaches like, call. They can leave a what's message. Voicemail? Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Isn't text. this thing just for texting? Yes. You mean this rings? <laughs> so, so yes. Yeah, so watching that happen as as a grandma. So. I, I have my advice, but I, I offer it yeah. sparingly. But I enjoy watching the the, the, the growing and, and all that's going on and where he's going to go with his life and yeah. and uh, watching the young man he's become. It's 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 wonderful to see, and I'll be able to be a part of that as a retiree. I'll be able to yeah. go if he goes to school in Georgia or Florida. I can go to those games where I, I noticed you mentioned you know this hope of maybe he's going somewhere where the weather's a little warmer than Illinois. Well, there two there's examples a chance. Here. That's pretty funny. <laughs> He's been he's been on official visits there, so let's yeah. say that. So there's an option. Well, I guess so. at least it's basketball, not football. So you're Ex you're indoors either way. Exactly. Exactly. Although at one point in time, South Dakota had approached him, and I called, told Jane, I said, I don't like your winter weather. <laughs> <laughs> That's not on my top of my list. <laughs> But um, so, so a yes, lot of, a lot of grand, a lot of grand time, time, grandchildren and, time. Know, and, and what else? I know and, you, and you, like, you like to travel. I like to travel. I like yeah. to travel, and that's um, one of the nice things that has been about Anva is the travel that's gone with this to be able to see places, meet new people. Yeah. Um, so I hope to continue uh, doing a lot of that. Um, maybe just sort of uh, after after AIC in in Maryland, we went to Maine for ten days and just. Never got on an interstate or a highway, took the back roads, and I think that's how you see this country. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Doing more of that. Yes. Particularly road trips around. Yes, road trips. So, so. Okay. 
So, and, and, and Jane and I both, we know we have grandchildren that will, will always fill our lives yeah, and, and we have a free yeah. moment. So, but not a full-time babysitter. That's no, not no. my role. Well, no, that's not. You get to hand them back, right? That's, hand the, them that's back. the glory yes, of being great. Yes. No, you're a little bit, you're a little bit grown out of that. Yes, that phase, yes. Basically. What about you, grandchildren as well as part of your plans, Jane? Yes, I have four grandchildren in South Dakota and then I have three more around the country. Oh, so, wow. um, with the weather in South Dakota, I hope to hibernate for a month you can go or visit two, the other three in the other and months, then they, go visit the other three. Yeah. Are, they, are they in warmer places? Give you an excuse. Well, Virginia. To to, uh, oh, okay. They're moving to Virginia. The so. moving to Virginia. Yeah. That's so exciting. I'm excited about that. It's beautiful. So seven grandkids. What age ranges do they span? They span from about nine months mm. to uh, eighteen. Oh wow! So you have the yeah. full, you got one in every stage of life. Yeah, I have a grandson down in Dallas who's going to. Uh, School to be a chef, and oh, so neat. may go down and visit yeah. him also. That's that's great. Yeah. And what about besides the grandchildren? What you know are there hobbies that have been on the? If I had time to get to things, I would like to do with my time. And everyone talks that, about wanting to travel and see places, but you right, know. that's still pretty much me. I mean, I I do want to travel. We don't travel a lot, and I would like to to do see some more places. travel. Um, but mostly to see grandchildren. Yeah, Terry, I didn't ask you about the hobbies. Any hobbies that you'd love to spend more time? I like time to travel. Doing? To travel again. <laughs> uh, I, I made macrame pot pot hangers in college. I don't know if I want to go oh, back right. to doing that again. So I, I'm not very crafty. No, yeah. I'm not either. <laughs> so Terry, you mentioned the uh, places you've gotten to see because of AMP. I think that's true for for both mm -hmm. of you. As you think back over you know the past 10, 15, 20 years, um, what are some of the key memories that you're going to take? take with you in terms of you know I'm really glad I got to go and see X Y and Z that maybe I wouldn't have been able to do if not being engaged in this community well I for me it started I think because my first one I presented was in yeah. Arizona under Stacy okay so that was the and uh, but that was my AIC yes and that was in, my uh, first haboob I got to see the wind oh, that the dust come was, come yes, across I do remember that um, during we were at uh, one evening we were all yes. in the convention center and it, it just blew it was, up it was the same evening as the jalapeno it was exactly. it was fascinating by looking at these by. adults do this yes. <laughs> yeah. so but that's i remember that one yeah, um, everyone remembers their first uh, yeah first, first one and then i think i think delaware was right was at, year after it yeah that's year right, after that and i went to that and also presented and that's when sheila Pryor got me involved in all this yeah. um and i was alone and staying at a different hotel so i knew oh. i learned then you never want to make your reservation late you always want to be <laughs> in the main amva conference hotel um and and met the people there and then it just started it just started growing you yeah. just met people and and trying to think so many good memories about meeting people with amba what's amazing about that terry is that you go back you know 2013 14 was not that long ago and it's just i think another testament to what you were saying before about how illinois pulled back and then you not only then re-engage but you quickly press that accelerator um in a way that i think Benefits AMVA, benefits all the other jurisdictions in Illinois. It, so. it is, and we, like I say, we've got eight, nine people here. We had ten people in, in the summer. Um, the Leadership Institute mm -hmm. is, is yeah. valuable. We have taken, we have been fortunate to have three of our staff now um, take advantage of that over the years with the AMVA sponsors, and that opened doors for their networking, yeah. and they can never say enough good things about it. So, so, and now we try to serve on working groups and things like that because that's how you learn yeah. and watch what changes are coming sure. ahead of time. So, definitely. 
Jane, what about you as you think back of your, your AMBA travels? What sticks out in your We had your a number memories? of conferences in Chicago. They took the bus during yes. Yearstown and did the boat on Lake yes. Michigan. Yeah. The dinner cruise, I mm-hmm. think that was one of my favorites. It was the year you were president. Yes. And no, when, the, even though it was in Chicago. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then we got brave and uh, we went downtown. Took the, the bus, the plane, the, <laughs> the train <laughs> to get downtown from the motel. We were out in a suburb, so that was an adventure. Um, I think another one of my favorite ones was in Rapid City, South Dakota. That was one of the first conferences I ever attended. Oh, yeah. Really enjoyed that. Uh, just and I was working, but uh-huh. it was it was all new to me then. Was that the AIC when Deb Hilmer was yes. the chair of the board and yes. was hosting the AIC in South Dakota? Yeah, yeah was before my time predates me. I was not yeah. with AMVA yet. Yeah. yeah, but people do talk about that as well. Sturgis. That and was the whole, very yeah. enjoyable. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Good. Well, I really appreciate you guys coming and chatting with me today and taking a quick look back on your careers and your involvement with with AMVA. Um, we're going to miss you. You guys have been real uh, important players, personalities, and contributors to this uh, community. Um, and uh, hopefully, even though you may not be coming in as <laughs> Illinois and South Dakota, you won't be strangers. Well, and I can't thank you enough for what you've done for Anva yourself because the podcasts, I have staff back home that, that won't miss one. Uh-huh. They learn so much. They, it's, it's highlighted things that are very, very different that you don't hear a lot sometimes at the conferences. So yeah. it, it's, well, thank it's you for great. That. Thank you for that. It was our little COVID experiment that seems to have stuck around. There's a lot of COVID yeah. experiences. That are uh, and yeah. There's the, a silver the, lining there. You know, and Illinois started modeling the when we did the uh, calls, the the AMVA calls. Every we started weekly, and then mm-hmm. month, now we're monthly. It's it's a godsend to be able to share ideas with others. Yeah, yeah. There is you know, everything has its silver lining. Mm-hmm. There have been some innovation and unexpected experiments. Yes. I goes, oh wow, this is this is great. I'm glad mm-hmm. it forced us to do this. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, thank you both. Thank you. Best of luck on a long, healthy, happy, wonderful retirement. Send us pictures of the grandkids. <laughs> Tell us what basketball teams we should be rooting for in the NCAA and, and beyond. We'll, we'll, we'll keep track of that career. What restaurants well. to go to? Yes. yes. Yeah, restaurants. Yeah, when he comes out of uh, culinary school, we'll do. Absolutely. Maybe we'll bring yes. him back to Amva to do some, a special tasting. There we go. Special tasting menu. I love it. That's great. All right. Well, thank you both. Thank you all for listening this week. Thanks to our producers, Claire, Jeffrey, and Chelsea Hadwin. Till next week, everyone, stay well. Thank you for joining us for AmbaCast. Hosted by Ian Grossman. Produced by Claire Jeffrey and Chelsea Hadwin. Music by Gibson Arthur. This episode was brought to you by Get Mobile ID by Get Group North America. Visit us at amvacast.podbean.com and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify.